Hello pre-show. You guys, oh my God. We have Grace Helbig and Mamrie Hot in the Ooh. studio today. <laughs> Dead. Um, so, so for the pre-show, I started playing this game with all of my friends. Um, now that I'm about to be 27, I'm thinking about having... <laughs> <laughs> I flipped her off for those, for those listening. <laughs> Um, thinking about like what how am I gonna raise my children I don't think I even want to have children but but we're like playing these random games so let's just say we have a child we have two children Susie Q and Billy Bob so what the game is is we have like a scenario like Susie Q comes home with a boy when she's 14 Mm -hmm. and then you figure out what do you say to Susie Q okay so I'm gonna get us started with Billy Bob is drinking in the movie room with five of his friends oh. at 16 years old. Okay. What, what do we say to Billy Bob? Oh, <laughs> I'd yeah. Say, first of all, BB. <laughs> yeah, BB. I call him BB. My BB. Um, my sweet BB. <laughs> first of all, BB, me and, and, me and uh, Billy Sr. are happy. <laughs> William Sr. <laughs> William Sr. <laughs> No, he's, it's not short. Billy oh. isn't. He literally is Billy on his birth certificate. Um, <laughs> we're proud of you for doing this at home responsibly. Yeah. I'm going to need all your friends' keys because mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. spending the night tonight. I will be letting yes. their parents know yeah. they are drinking. Oh. And I'm wow. allowing you to as long as it's in the safety of my home. Yeah. And their parents can choose accordingly. Yeah. I would take a photo of the situation. I would <laughs> no. I would ask because nowadays anything that is a little bit, True. you know, sketchy going on, you have courts. to start filming and recording everything. I would take True. a photo. I would ask for all of their parents' phone numbers. I would send in front of all oh, of the kids right. drinking a group text to all of their parents <laughs> yeah. so that they all saw and also so that all of the other parents can respond publicly to each other I like that. to Ooh. see how the group wow. mind thinks. Same. Yeah. Wow. You guys are hot. I yeah. don't care but if Billy only, Bob. That's only if I got the balls to go down there and do anything. I'd probably sit upstairs and turn no. like a podcast on and be like, I don't hear anything. <laughs> no, no, no. I'd go down there and I'd be like, Billy Bob, I need to know, are you drinking my shit? Yeah. Because then we're going to have problems. Yeah. Like you have yeah. to, you have to find the adult that buys it for you. You got to go through that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> That experience. You'd make them a, a classic cocktail. Yeah. Like, like, if you're going to do this, you have to do it right. I'd be like, is that a Bud Light seltzer? Get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. What would you guys do? Um, uh, I have or is the this same like answer. a thing where you guys don't have to answer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can. I, I, I don't know if I would tell on these children, but then that runs the risk of you becoming like the cool mom who lets yeah. people drink at your house. No, so I it's just, also I, the I cool mom who one of them drives into a ditch. Right. And then no, no, I'm no, talking no, about protect no. your no, ass the legally. Keys, the keys are sleeping gone. Over. Oh, okay. They're mm. sleeping over. It's not their choice. Yeah. <laughs> I would, no, I, I think, I think yeah. just don't, don't tell me like, like I would be like, why, why did you get caught? Like, why mm, <laughs> keep yeah. it to yourself? You I know, I don't want to do this. I a smarter no. child than this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. Okay, Jack? next up. Susie Q, little cutie old Susie. Susie Q. Okay, no. At the age of 15, comes home high. Bloodshot oh. eyes, <laughs> smells of weed. What are we, what are we telling Susie? She's Suze? giggly. I'd make her some bagel bites. Yeah. <laughs> 
would get her I'd get her a notebook and I'd say, just write whatever you're thinking right now. This might turn into something really great. Yeah. Yeah. And I just be like, have your bagel bites, go watch some cartoons and like we'll talk about this tomorrow. Yeah, I'd sit her down in front of uh like planet Earth. Uh, with some bagel bites and I'd just be like watch this I love you yeah and then we'll talk about it in the morning I'd be like Susie Q I want to know your thoughts on these bird mating dances (laughs) and if you think all birds are gay because that's what happens to me when I get stoned also I'd probably get like a whole load of unfolded laundry and put it in front of her and just be like here dabble with this for a little bit and see how how it goes let's learn what kind of stoner you are and see if I can use it to my advantage yeah Yeah. exactly takes like hours uh-huh. um okay so you guys are really nice to Susie's <laughs> we're okay you know why because we're cool moms that will never actually be moms yeah so yeah, this yeah. is all hypothetical wildly hypothetical <laughs> okay um okay so Susie Q steals and crashes your car mm. into the mailbox she's 16 Oh, she's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like, I I now get every Chili's paycheck that I, she gets. For I was hosting. literally just going to say, <laughs> yeah. knowing us yeah. and our work ethic, Susie Q's had a job since 14. Yeah. So you know that we've been making her put some back, and now it's going straight into our pocketbook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so and you're fine. She gets like a Razor scooter, and that's about it. That's it. <laughs> I mean, wow. sounds valid. Okay, let's get into the show show. Woo-woo! Amy. Hey, Jack. I'm gay. Oh my god, that is so funny. I'm also gay, I was going to tell you. Wait, really? Yeah. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Dating Straight. Hey, Amy. Hey, Jack. Hey, Grace and Mamrie. Hello. Hello, Amy and Jack. <laughs> what you a guys. dream to hear you guys say our names. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, pinch me now. Um, you guys, we have to take a moment to fangirl. Yeah. Honestly, you guys are the reason that I became a YouTuber. Oh. How many YouTubers have told you that? <laughs> many. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I have never I, claimed that. I also Cal- I'm yeah. sorry, society. I have a brain that's like water going through a colander. So like <laughs> if I get told anything, it just completely falls out. True. Old colander, hell big, yep. big holler. <laughs> but thank you. That's very Yeah, sweet. that's very kind. Yeah, for sure. I literally made like a you deserve a drink oh my parody God. that it was just like not send funny it at to all. me please no no i would i would never do that oh. <laughs> yeah but yeah thank I you mean, guys so much for being here i oh, remember perfect. commenting religiously mm. on grace's videos trying to make it into a tuesday was it a tuesday yes. or, um, oh yeah and yeah. it never happened but this is better Oh, this is way, oh, better. way better. And also, yeah. I still have the method of like, if I post anything on the internet, I walk away from it completely and don't look. So don't worry. I didn't look at hardly any comments. <laughs> okay, great. The truth comes out in the first minute. I was scared. I was scared of feedback. <laughs> no, that's like genius. I, I don't have that skill, but I would like it. Mm. I don't oh. There's no it's called in like looking. It's called deep, deep insecurity. Oh, <laughs> it's not really. I, I get in there. Yeah, I don't know why I just want to do that. Okay, so please rate, review, subscribe. We have a Patreon. Yeah, check it out. 
Oh, is okay. that how you do it? You plug in I the know, first five minutes? Like, there's always time <laughs> to learn. We are so... I don't know if we've... We've told our people to like rate our podcast once in a hundred episodes. Yeah. And it was like at the end <laughs> yeah. when everyone's already like, this is wrapping up. Yeah. yeah I'm going <laughs> to leave. I'm going to leave. Okay. You've inspired us. We're recording our pod right after this and we're going to do oh, it. Good, mm-hmm. good. Do it the right way. Yes. Okay, yeah, you got to do it straight at the beginning. Oof. Um... Okay, so you guys have a podcast together. Mm-hmm. It's called This Might Get Weird. Mm-hmm. Or oh, This Might Get. I was trying to figure out. It's This which Might Get Weird. Yeah, This Might okay. Get was the video version we did for like six months. But then when it became a podcast, This Might Get Weird. Yep. Very cool. Yeah. Um. So, and, but you guys were besties before that as well, mm-hmm. just like Jack and I. Oh. And we have noticed that dating straight. Is, you know, it's changing our relationship, not in a bad way. Okay. <laughs> it just like is because there's more work, mm. less fun. Mm. Oh. Yes. Okay. Right. We yeah. understand that. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys like been through that? Well, I mean, I'll say this and we can talk about like what our relationship is now with podcasts, but like Grace and I, we've like, there were times where we were doing book tours, YouTube, and movies together. So like that, so that was like lots of business business. Now with the podcast, it really is just like we're hanging out once a week. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, the only thing that's really changed is because our podcast is truly just us shooting the shit and talking about anything that's happened to us in the week before. We now, when we hang out without recording, we can't really tell each other everything that's been going on (laughs) until we start recording. It's maddening because our third, Hannah, well, she'll be like, let's hang, let's, let's hang. I miss you. I miss you. Like, let's hang out. And we do. And then me and Grace just get there and we're like, but Grace and I can't talk. Yeah. Because we're like, we can only hear what you're doing, Hannah. We did dinner the other night and Grace and I sat beside each other and we were like, honestly, it's just the Hannah show. Yeah. Grace and I, if anything happens, we have to save it for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a fun work balance. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, getting to work with your friend, as you guys know, is honestly the best thing ever, even if it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely. Is. Thank you so much, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. So we all know that there is definitely something interfering with our happiness and our ability to achieve our goals. Mm-hmm. Need I say more? <laughs> um, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours, which is brilliant and like not usual for the therapy industry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online, which is another thing we definitely, there's a need for right now online. Absolutely. And also there is a broad range of expertise available, which may or may not be uh, locally available in your area. So you can get what Mm -hmm. you need. Definitely. Um, Also, it's available worldwide. So no matter where you are, BetterHelp's got you. And then you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus you can set up schedule, um, you know, weekly video or phone call meetings as well. Mm-hmm. So you won't ever have to sit in a waiting room that like makes you feel awkward. <laughs> um, <Sure. laughs> and BetterHelp is committed to great matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if you guys don't vibe. Um, mm-hmm. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Also, BetterHelp wants you to start living happier 
today, as do we. So yeah, we do. visit betterhelp.com <laughs> slash dating. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Special offer for Dating Straight listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash dating. Thank you so much, BetterHelp. Love that. <laughs> Thank you also, Issue, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. So if you're a creative, you know the drill. You're finally done editing. It's perfect. Now you just need to format and reformat for every single platform. With Issue, make it what ready once. And it's ready to post everywhere. Uh, Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital publications from brochures to magazines to newsletters and more. It's perfect for creators, marketers, designers, educators, publishers, salespeople, or anyone who wants to make eye-catching content, which is a lot of people. Which is everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Issue makes it easy. Simply upload your PDFs and files and Issue transforms them using your vision and customizable templates to create the content that you want. Yeah. And with Issue, you create it once and distribute it everywhere. Everything is optimized to post on your website and social platforms like Instagram and Facebook. And they can even help you make animated Instagram stories. And cool. you can start using Issue for free. They also have a premium, um, premium features that give you a more customized experience. So get started with Issue today for free. Or if you sign up for a premium account, you will get 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use promo code dating. That's issuu.com slash podcast and use promo code dating at checkout for your free account or 50% off your premium account. That's issue.com slash podcast with promo code dating. Thanks, Issue. I mean, it's always been Amy's dream for us to share a home together. And we know you guys do that. So like, Mm. I feel like I would like to hear about that. Well, Jack, (laughs) the dream should be to share your second home together. Uh Don't move Mm. in with each other. That's what we have our own houses. This is our vacation home. (laughs) Yeah, it's like it's a different type of of business venture together, um, which is very cool because it's something outside of entertainment, but we still get to do it together. um, And it feels very adult. But we also had spent so much time when we were working, traveling together, like uh, living in (laughs) hotel rooms together. I used to be just a total barnacle because like (laughs) Grace would be invited to like different cons, like Playlist Live and VidCon Mm. or this, or just go on a trip. And I'd be like, I'm sleeping on your couch. Like I just, (laughs) so like, it wasn't even the point where we were having our own rooms. Like I think Mm -hmm. the first time we we're traveling with our own rooms was like, Hey, USA. Before that we were like, we can split a room. We don't care. Oh yeah. Uh, We got to find boundaries. We used to split a hotel room. (laughs) And when we would tour with Hannah and do no filter shows, (laughs) Hannah very quickly got her own room because she likes her own personal space. And they were like, and I were like, fine, whatever. Why would you do that? And then we were prepping for a show and we're like, come to our room and we'll like go over the things for the show. And she walked in and she literally stopped in the doorway and was like, this is the grossest thing I've ever (laughs) seen. scene we can go back to my room to rehearse i don't know what you two do but this is awful and both of us are like what are you talking about she's like you've been here 
three minutes yeah. and it looks like the room barf. Yeah. Like, so we now have separate hotel rooms. We've understand yeah. that personal space is helpful, but go, I mean, goals anyway, vacation home. Yeah. Uh, let me, let me just break it <laughs> down. Sure. Some real adult stuff. Yeah. It's like, a, it's a place that's two hours away that Grace and I can use as much as we want. And also, like, we rented it next week just for me, her, Hannah, and our significant others just to not be in a city during the election week. Yeah. Like, so, oh so it's the escape. Genius. But then also, neither of us are there that much. So why would you pay that mortgage by yourself? Yeah, this was truly a memory uh, plan that I barnacled mm. on board with. But here, I have a question. Genius. I have a question for you guys. Jack, you said it's Amy's dream for you yeah. guys to move oh, in together. Get in there. Not too deep. What's um, your Grace? hesitation? Deep, is this is it specifically <laughs> yeah, not Jack, your dream? Or is this uh, <laughs> something that you're being convinced into? Um, No, I'm definitely not being convinced. I've let it be known. I think that I'm like, Hmm, that's an interesting <laughs> idea. You know, I never say, I never say that's a horrible idea. I say, I love that dream for you. Um, okay, but, yeah. It's um, always oh, for me. Is wow. what he says. But okay. here's the thing. When, when you're allergic to cats and the mm. person has three cats and when oh. you are planning on having <laughs> okay, maybe that was a judgment boyfriend and I or saw husband, <laughs> when you're planning on maybe having a boyfriend or husband in the future mm -hmm. and okay. the other person's planning on you being their significant other, pretty much. <laughs> you okay. run into some barriers. Okay. I feel I like this you. is some stuff that you guys should really figure out before you make any purchases. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe the first step is living in the same city together, like right. living within like a 10 minute oh. radius of each oh. other and then working he's up just, to it. We did. He's just about to leave. We did. He, he, he lived in LA for our whole friendship and uh. now you're just deciding to... Well, he's... Jack... What are you doing? Uh oh. Oh, uh -oh. shit. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Sensitive territory. Said, no, no, no. It's not. I said, not. let me take a brief moment outside of the city of angels. Yeah. And ended mm -hmm. up in Brooklyn. And then, you know, things happen. Things How long happen. have you been there? Yeah. How yeah. long have you been there? Since, since August. And yeah. No, that's fun as fuck. Yeah, what does what does LA have that that Brooklyn doesn't? I'll tell you what. <laughs> Talk to me in about two months when you have the New York fucking winter. Yeah, Grace and I lived in met in New York. We lived in New York. We met for in years. I lived in Brooklyn for eight years. You are when your friends are toasting mimosas out at <laughs> al fresco at a cute little brunch place outdoors in February, and you are yeah. just like. So fucking cold, your bones are rattling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah. we'll see. Well, you know, I'm familiar. <laughs> I'm familiar. <laughs> I did actually go to college in Boston for one oh. year, and then okay. no, one year, mm -hmm. and then I said, "Fuck, never yeah. again." But then I said, "Maybe again." Oh. <laughs> you basically kombucha girled your whole decision. Yeah. Like no. it's great. <laughs> tilted yeah, his head. Oh my so god! That's where I am now. No, well, I'm happy for you. Brooklyn is a great place, especially it's a fun place to like date and fall in love and do all that. Yeah, stuff, so. to find a find a real husband. Mm -hmm. A real yeah, instead of like a wax figure one in L.A. <laughs> like at, like Madame Tussauds yeah. or whatever. Yeah, one that no. wants to manage your career exactly. <laughs> Guys, don't encourage this. <laughs> this is terrible. If he finds a man there, then he's really anchored there. Yeah, mm. and I'm gonna need like at least by coastal. Mm -hmm. Well, my dream wasn't to live with Jack. Mm. It's to live next door to Jack. Okay. okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. So whether he buys a house, I'm going to be purchasing. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Well, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Literally today, I was like, I like you more than you like me. <laughs> and he's like, well, that's always a great moment in a friendship to right. have that conversation. This is awkward communication. So, so which one of you guys likes each other more than the other? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh I, I think, think it's, it's mutual. Super mutual. I think I might like you more. No, I think I like you more. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think not to like make your guys' friendship look like shit, but yeah. uh, oh no. but it's also think, ebbs and flows. There's been times yeah. where I've been like, oh, Grace, and times she's been like, oh, Mamrie, I'm yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. You I know? think I think we're really similar, but the things that we're really different about, we really respect in each other. Yeah. And so there is a lot of like a little a lot of like opposite attracting mm-hmm. and like balance in the friendship For of sure. like uh-huh. she is obviously in like getting a vacation home more forthright and those kind of things. And I'm very much like, yes, I support that. I will help us get this done. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Totally. I think we're both now just too old to like, be that, that annoying. No, yeah. We're, <laughs> our, view, our listeners d- disagree. <laughs> <laughs> our, our podcast reviews say otherwise. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, so, okay. Oh, Memory nice, likes you, you a little more. That's the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we want to talk a little bit about old YouTube versus mm. new YouTube. Because you, you guys were literally the trailblazers at least like i didn't know what a youtuber was until i started watching <laughs> you guys and then i was like hmm let me try yeah um yeah you guys so, were like the original team 10 pretty much literally. like wow. yeah. the holy trinity plus tyler oakley what have we done i don't know i blame us for everything <laughs> I, I, I don't i don't want the trail blazed i want to cover it with brush <laughs> the trail is never <laughs> here kick all the tracks the away trail is never here <laughs> um but you guys were huge in the lgbt community like why are you guys two straight women gay icons <laughs> for us growing up i mean that's uh, a you guys question i uh i think it's like i i'm guessing right yeah, now yeah, yeah. but like mm-hmm. well first we're very much ourselves which i yeah. think is comforting to someone who might be mm-hmm. figuring who themselves are um right. but also like grace is so her her image online is so non-sexual yeah and i'm so overtly sexual (laughs) it was like very laverne and shirley yeah i think maybe that has something to do with it i also think that you know our friendship with hannah really kind of fostered this really warm welcome into the community that like we never truly like kind of sought out on our own in any way and i think it just like our we're very progressive liberal people and so we never made a mission to get any particular type of audience i think the odd thing is just like the natural organic sort of um growth of that and i think we also just like love the community love our friends love my brother's gay i'm just like i want everyone to be happy and i want everyone to like (laughs) exist in a world where everyone's equal i mean i i yeah, I thought that's what you were gonna say, and I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, truly, really, I think the world would probably be a much better place. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
Points, points were made. But uh, yeah, I think it's just that we were always open and welcoming and just ourselves. Yeah. And so we, also, but we also really don't know. For a long ass time, <laughs> yeah. neither of us talked about our own relationships. Right. So that wasn't like put in anyone's face. Right. Of like, well, mm. check out our heteronormative life. Like it was just like, <laughs> we only talked about having yeah. fun. And I, yeah, because of that, I think because our friendship with Hannah, people thought oh, a lot of times fic. that we were all dating each other oh, in some capacity. Fic. Right. And so our that third, invited. as you said. Our, our third. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, say that. It's the language that we use by accident. It must be. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I feel like you guys made me gay somehow. I don't know how, but somehow. <laughs> the nicest thing anyone's ever I know, said to It's really sweet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have no idea how it all happened, but I, I'm really glad that it mm-hmm. did because the community of people that, especially back in like 2012, 13, 14, was just the, and is still the kindest, most welcoming, funniest, oh. sweetest people that anytime we did meet and greets after shows or did right. big con conventions or anything like that, we would have to like go lay down for a long time oh, after yeah. all that because we were just overwhelmed and like drained with so much <laughs> the beautiful serotonin. Energy. Yeah. I mean, it was like you just like did so much Molly. Yeah, and it's yeah, the next yeah, day yeah, and yeah. you're like, everything sucks. I'll never be happy again yeah. like I was. <laughs> But, but but really, that was sort of like our next question. Like, what has YouTube, how, how has YouTube affected you? And like, you know, what are your minds like now? Well, I mean, oh. Grace is whole other level. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, here we go. Where's yeah. your can opener? Let's open I this mean, can of yeah. worms. Because, I mean, I feel like Grace is such a pioneer in it. And, and you know, again, and then I was like, barnacle. Um <laughs> <laughs> But like, yeah, from really seeing the changes and all of it, because like, I feel like we did lots of stuff as like a trio and I did my own thing, but it was always like one foot in, one foot out. Um, But like really watching it from a distance. But like now it's like the people we see on YouTube, you know, like you said, like are like, well, I learned how to edit based on how Grace edits, you know, things like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was it was wild back then because truly, and we say this all the time, like we have we had no idea what we were doing, and we were just trying to do things that made us laugh at the capacity in which we could produce them by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it was just such an encouraging environment of other people doing that too. And just you know, with Tyler and you know the Hank and John and all of these other creators, it was just this like surge of really yes. sweet, positive, creative energy mm-hmm. because you were allowed to. There are no gatekeepers, and so this just like you you kept being like, "We're allowed to do this, okay? We're allowed to make a movie, okay? And we're allowed to write a book, okay?" And so it was always this like step by step thing without knowing. Uh, the best way to like, I guess this is the wrong phrase, but like take advantage of these, you know, right. opportunities. It was just something we thought would be fun. Like I yeah. remember the first time we did a live show. Yeah. We did it at this place, uh, RIP called Nerd Melt Theater. Uh, and it was like 120 people. And it was just because Grace and I met doing sketch comedy in New York. And we were like, Hannah, you come on and let's do it. And like we had Tyler drop in on it. Yeah. And us just being like, like people being like, oh, you guys are doing a show YouTubers are doing a show and we were like, why not? Yeah. And then it, and then it snowballed and became like, now there's fucking crazy tours. Yeah. Of like, mm, well, yeah. now it's, well. yeah, people have gotten, the, <laughs> oh, too well. 
Don't you say O2L? Not O2L. O2L. <laughs> O2L. Okay. I feel like you that's going to be a, what's, oh the, what's the old VH1 show that's like uh, behind the music or something? Yeah. I want oh. the O2L behind Me the music too. of where they all are now. When I just said Ooh. O2L, I then, <laughs> the next thought was, Wait, do I mean 98 degrees? Like, it just sounds so boy band. It's amazing. Yeah, but now so. it's it's very, very different. That, very. You know, there's a like business. The, there's a business model in place. And the people that want to be successful YouTubers know the steps and the methods to do all of it. And so yeah. it's, it's interesting. It's a cool place for creators. It's so saturated now. It yeah. overwhelms me a lot. Mm -hmm. right. I don't, I don't find mm -hmm. myself watching YouTube the way I, I used to. Mm -hmm. I think also, yeah, not to get political, but it's a very important year. And so a lot of kind of like the trivial stuff that seems to be the undercurrent of YouTube isn't as interesting to me personally. Yeah. But it's also a sign that I'm getting older and I'm uh, I watch the news now. Yeah. And so <laughs> I know totally. I was I was walking my dog this morning and I sent uh, uh, Hannah and Grace a text because I was like, oh, I normally check Twitter or listen to the news. And I was like, you know what? It's sunny today. I want to feel good. I'm always in a better mood when I listen to music. So I listened to the opening songs we used for our no filter tours that we'd like change the words to to be like YouTube, -y, you know, uh -huh. um, and and I got in like such a good mood. And then I thought about what was that thing back in the day in YouTube where you like stood still and then it was. Do you know what I'm the talking about? It was the Harlem music. Harlem Shake. The right? Harlem Shake. Yeah. I thought about the Harlem Shake. Do the I, Harlem Shake. I, I, I thought about it and I almost started crying this morning. Because I was like, remember when everything was pure? I know. And you're like, oh, what Harlem Shake are yeah. we going to do? This is so much pressure. I know. When like, like, planking. How, how can we plank? How can we plank? And do Harlem Shake in the same day? And then how do we like eat pudding out of diapers for another video? <laughs> it was so pure. It was pure. It's very different now, but I mean, yeah. that's to be expected for any industry, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Someone ruins it. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking at us. Uh, no, no, not no, at all. No, 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 no. Oh, you don't know. We could be ruining it. <laughs> yeah, we could. That's true. <laughs> Um, okay, so I know that the Grace, there was a moment where you were posting five oh, videos. Isn't that insane? A week, yeah. It's insane. Which I cannot fathom. What effect what effect did that have on your mental health? Woo! Uh well, the I was under a contract with a company to post five mm. videos a week. So you keep talking. I'm gonna top off our coffee. Oh, thank you. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'll bring it over. This is she's heard this story a billion times. Uh, <laughs> she literally was like, it, "It's enough. I'm <laughs> done." Here. Yeah. Uh, no, when I first started, I was under this contract with a company called My Damn Channel under Daily Grace, making five videos a week, which was really great because I, I it was a muscle that was fully worked out, and I felt like I was in such a system with it, and I loved doing it, and I felt like I had all of this uh, creative energy that ideas just seemed to really flow. I was doing a lot of improv comedy in New York at the time. And so I was in very much a state of yes and to every like creative opportunity that came up. I think about it a lot as to if I wasn't in a contract, would I have uh, created content that consistently? And I truly don't know. Uh. I'm really thankful for that situation because it did teach me one of the foundational principles of making digital content, which is consistency over time. Mm -hmm. Because as soon as I left that company and left 
uh, Daily Grace, there's been a rapid decline in the amount of content that I had been producing. But I also think like in growing and changing your perspective and like truly the idea of burnout is a very real thing uh, Mm -hmm. that it's sustaining that is just kind of impossible. But I think it was, but it's also like, it was so exciting because it was so new of like, you can produce your own shit that I think Mm -hmm. about it in the same way of like, live stuff like when i think about the ucb days of me like literally rehearsals would start at 11 p.m yeah and went till 1 30 and then we'd go get beers and go home yeah crazy. like that that was our <laughs> rehearsal schedule they started at 11 and then i'd have to take the subway to brooklyn at like you know four and i'm like i would never fucking do that but like at the time it was like I have to do this or yeah. I cease to exist. I think you still would have made that content because even when like Grace and I lived in the same neighborhood in Brooklyn and it would be like, hey, let's get a drink. And she'd say, well, I have to shoot a video real quick. Yeah. And it, it didn't feel phoned in at all. I'd like watch mm. it the next day and be like, oh, you did 90 jump cuts to say how to reject a man. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, yeah. Well, it's also there. There's that whole <laughs> mentality that when you're posting so frequently, the preciousness uh, of the quality of every video right. isn't necessarily there because oh, it yeah, lives for 20. It. it lives for 24 hours and then they have to have another one up. So I was mm-hmm. never sitting there second guessing anything. Whereas as soon as you stop that momentum, mm-hmm. all of your anxiety. Uh, anxiety thoughts come in and you wonder, is this stupid? Uh, when you have a second to talk yourself out of something, you'll talk yourself but out of something. Again, that was your like <laughs> improv brain yeah, because it's totally. going like, oh, I wasn't that funny tonight on improv, right. whatever. Like it, the show's the gone, next the one, next one. Yeah. As opposed to like, I've been writing this sketch well, show for three months and what was, if it isn't good? It was also a huge advantage because no, the internet was so new. If I were to start mm-hmm. a YouTube channel right now, I would be so flooded in my brain as to like what to do, how to make it uniquely my own and what even like adds value to the world in this sense. <laughs> so anyone that's starting right now, I give them huge credit because it seems like an impossible task almost. Mm-hmm. We by accident had the luxury of being involved in the community when it was being formed so there were no Mm. there wasn't as much comparison or competition and at that point truly collaboration was the foundation of youtube like high tides were raising all ships it was kind of like us against traditional media and so it felt like this weird like avengers or like um who's the the rings (laughs) that are earth wind fire oh that's uh no not wind (laughs) earth wind and fire is a (laughs) funk band who sings the hit september <laughs> oh man, no, exactly. It was it was so new that it wasn't no one was saying like, "Oh, Mamrie, she's kind of like this YouTuber, but also this right. YouTuber with drinks." It was just like, "Oh no, it's this it's this girl who has yeah. her own personality." You know, it wasn't like, "Oh, Daily Grace, it's a mix of this and that." You yeah. know, like every yeah. TV show that's ever sold of like, "Well, it's like The Sopranos Meets in Miami." Yes. You know, um <laughs> So you did you didn't have those comparisons so yeah. there was really nothing to live up Free to reign. besides your own self-worth. Yeah. <laughs> True. Right. So, yeah, well yeah. I I I have to admit I'm glad that you brought up my damn channel because I have appeared on my damn channel. I have to get that <gasps> off of my chest. Oh God! What did you what? do? And uh, do she they still owe up. you a check? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was incredibly underpaid, but I oh, did we get all paid. Were. Yeah, that yeah. was the thing that they were best at. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, no, it was actually. I mean, I was like 15, and so I was very much yet yeah, going with any 
oh, anything yeah. that came my way. So after after I was like, oh my God, this was Grace's like, ne- this, I'm going to be the next Grace if I do this. Oh, Lo and behold, no. it didn't yeah, work out like uh, that. But, <laughs> but well, I just had to get that off my chest. I was sweating. So uh, <laughs> no, it's all what, 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 what did you do? Yeah. Are we allowed to know? Or is this like lost in the ethernet somewhere? Have um, they renamed the channel to still make money off you? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, <laughs> yeah, no, um, we did three episodes of this show that was all about apps and technology that never Ooh. came out. Um, uh. and then one di- called West Toast TV, um, which okay. is still on the internet, um, Ooh. which was through the My Damn Channel, um, like umbrella. And oh, yeah. I was a guest on that and it was really awkward and strange. I feel like it, without you, the business model crumbled. Yeah, they didn't have a business model. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I'm like, oh, whatever you did, if it didn't work out, I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't, I really had, I was truly doing my own thing under there. Like I was editing my videos, posting my videos, making all the content myself, like truly handling myself as an independent contractor with them. So I had wow. no idea what the 99% of the other business was. <laughs> I met our friend Beth Hoyt through my damn channel, which is a beautiful blessing. But other than that, yeah, I really had nothing to do with anything that they did. <laughs> so, but also you were working at 15? 15. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, I was always getting my bag from an early age. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so we have all taken like YouTube breaks. I just took a three month YouTube break and I Good. think I'm on accidentally another one i i it's so hard to not to get political make content now yes oh absolutely why not get political yes to get political oh okay (laughs) on top of a pandemic Um, yeah yeah (laughs) so i guess i wanted to hear like what do you think are like the pros and cons of taking breaks oh well because mamory you're on a break right now i've noticed <laughs> In case you didn't know. <laughs> it is so sweet. You think that's intentional. <laughs> oh, shit. No, I, I. Okay, here's the deal is like, YouTube doesn't make me money. Yeah. So, it, and like, it's also, I feel like, you know, views change or whatever. So I was having more fun doing like Instagram, IGTV stuff. But like, mm-hmm. in the end, it's like you work yourself up and then make a video. And then you're like, oh, well, it would have been cool if it got a lot more views. And it's fine. But I just am on the mindset now. It's like, it's not how I pay my bills. So like, if I'm going to go through the effort of it, I'm going to have to really want it. And like I said before, mm-hmm. like go, I can't not make this right now. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. memory. And I haven't felt like that. Memory does a, a ton of shit off camera, like actually in the entertainment industry behind the scenes right now. No one now, knows that. Everyone just thinks no I'm knows. lazy. I know. People think that you're sitting here like twiddling your thumbs, just making curries all day. But they, uh, 
<laughs> but really you're like writing and pitching and like hustling really hard behind the scenes and that kind of stuff no one sees until the product is actually right. like presented or a deadline article goes out or something like that so there's so much invisible hustle that happens that you know people can't quantify and so the assumption is oh you must just be sitting chilling yeah. watching your mad out <laughs> yeah if I put up a, vi- a, a video right now comments would be like oh nice of you to grace us and actually you know like make a video and you'd be like, motherfucker, like I work so much. Yeah. Uh, I do think that all- That was so funny. I'm still not over it. But it's also (laughs) like what what you said, Amy, is true that this year in particular is an incredibly difficult year for creators in general. I think because there is real serious stuff happening that is affecting our communities, Mm -hmm. our government, everything that- it feels, at least for myself, yeah. it feels incredibly selfish and narcissistic to think, oh, let me just put out a video about like, uh, you know, a Halloween pumpkin spice sexy <laughs> costumes or something. Right. Which, know. you know, isn't off my I was just going to say, <laughs> should we collab today? Should I be like, I'm back from my break. <laughs> Let's, no, no. And the same way, like the exact format of my channel it's like, I can't go like, you know who deserves a drink? Gigi Hadid had a baby. It's like, no, motherfucker. Like, I want to say <laughs> yeah. all the, it's, it would all be political to me. Essential yeah. workers, and, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like, that mm-hmm. doesn't work with like gross perverted puns. Mm-hmm. And it's like, damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? right. Like, I'm not, right. if I did something, people would be like, thank you for the distraction slash like, well, this is ridiculous because who really deserves a drink? And it's just yeah. like, everything is so loaded right Everything's now. Everything's very tense. It's tough. To answer mm-hmm. your question, I think there's only oh, yeah. good, the question. a good side to breaks. <laughs> if you're, if you're taking a break, like if you've made that conscious decision yeah. for yourself, I think that is incredibly good. I think the thing I've been taking a step back from YouTube because seeing it evolve into such a industry, such a system and watching the pressures that people have taken on and how people are sacrificing mental health are sacrificing just like personal, uh, you know, joy and pleasure and watching <laughs> people hustle and seeing, you know, behind their eyes that like there's something off, something's going on. And then also mm-hmm. seeing other creators taking more breaks. Like there's something in the water when you do it for a decade, it's only natural that one, as we get older, we're, we pivot and figure out like, where does our content make sense? What do we want to say? What do we want to make? Mm-hmm. But two, also like the platform itself changes. And so you'd figure out like, what is your relationship with this? I think it's uh, really necessary to take breaks. I think the delusion in YouTube that you get caught in this system where it's a job that you work 24 hours a day. And so you can get caught in that hustle and it sacrifices a lot of like personal well-being going on. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think people get scared that if they take a break, they're suddenly irrelevant because it is so wildly oversaturated. And your well-being, your mental health takes priority over whatever status you want to get, whatever view count you want to get. In my opinion, Mm -hmm. I hope more people start to handle that better. I hope YouTube takes care of the creators better in that capacity. Same. It's the only entertainment industry that doesn't have like some form of forced hiatus. Yeah. Like if you're Mm -hmm. like, you know, 
on the Big Bang Theory, like you know, you have seasons. Or God like, forbid. I mean, God forbid they get paid a million dollars an episode. Yeah, okay, what? Kaylee Cuoco, call me. Um, but, but like, even with movies, it's like that's such an intense moment where if you know Nicole Kidman is going to do a movie and she's going to be like crying and doing the Nicole Kidman thing for like four months, yeah. sure that's exhausting. And I'm sure then she's going to go to Nashville and just be a fucking normal person and yeah. not think about work for a month. Like with YouTube and social media, it's like, I look and I'm like, I haven't posted in three days. That's what am I doing? I've lost it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's the only mm -hmm. thing where it's not nor like but it hasn't then, been normalized to take breaks. Right. And then at the same time, I get caught up because I, that urge to post because you haven't posted because people are wondering or because something. So you take a selfie and you just throw it up just to have content that feels so hollow and so unsatisfying yeah. to me that I'm like, yeah. okay, where, where is, mm -hmm. I have to reevaluate what this is for me because if I'm yeah. posting to post consistently to build a brand, that's one thing. But if I'm posting out of like obligation right. to hold on to something, that's, gets a little gross. That's, I mean, uh, I think we're and the community and the world at large is in a big pivot phase right mm -hmm. now. So take breaks as yeah. much as long whenever you need. Amy, I think keep going on your break uh, if yes. you need it more. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. And also oh, like you. YouTube again. Yeah. F figure out how to take care of your people because it, you know, in this change in YouTube, the thing that was celebrated were these very long daily vlogs and that yeah. takes a toll on people mentally. It also mm -hmm. celebrates very long, boring fucking content <laughs> <laughs> and, and doesn't lift up like edited written short form comedy yeah. so it's like mm -hmm. i don't i don't i don't know how you figure that out but it, i d think it definitely like plays into the problem of mm -hmm. like when all the things that were pushed on youtube and like gaining popularity were to expect people to put up 15 minute videos daily and then they become an you know a robot mm -hmm. and like a slave yep. to their to their uh content yeah totally and then have a break that Ooh. they don't mean to have mental breakdown vibe <laughs> right yeah. before you get to the mental breakdown take uh -huh. an actual breakdown break. <laughs> <laughs> totally that's a great totally. idea mm -hmm. um okay well now i think we are a dating show we would love to move into some of your um deep personal lives um <laughs> so i know you guys used to be pretty private um, online about who you're dating. Now you seem relatively open. You know, there's lots of selfies of like you guys at concerts with your men being like, eh. <laughs> um, so, and Grace, you have a podcast with your man. So like what yeah. inspired this change of presentation with public relationships? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A great question. We had various journeys. Uh, various journeys. I think when Mamrie and I first started YouTube, we were, um, one of the rare bit of people that didn't want to put our public our private life first. We didn't want to like monetize mm -hmm. our privacy. Uh, and we wanted everything to be comedy facing first and that sort of thing. Um, and so you, we were really, I think, without being super conscious of it, very balanced in the way we handled our private lives. I think as we got older for myself, I know I'm in a really great relationship right now. I'm an older person and I uh, 
feel like I have more of a handle on the value of my private life and what I'm able to put yeah. in the public life world. I see, I get very, very nervous when I see people putting their entire lives online because yes. I've watched it hurt people in the past. And I've watched mm -hmm. like the cycle of that be kind of destructive for the person, for families, for relationships, et cetera. And so, uh, I think I'm, I'm very conscious of mm -hmm. how much I put out there, but I also love my boyfriend. So that's pretty public knowledge at this right. point. Yeah. <laughs> no, totally. And yeah, same. Like I, I haven't really dated people who's who are on camera mm -hmm. in general. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm not going to be up in their face, but yeah, when we started off again, it was like, we wanted people to go since it is YouTube and it's in your own home. I didn't want someone to be watching my video and be like, was that her boyfriend? Yeah. Or like, did I hear that? Mm -hmm. Or like, see in the next room, like I, you don't even mm -hmm. want it in your thoughts in the same way that it's like, you know, you have those actresses where you go, I know this is Angelina Jolie and she's doing great, but I'm thinking about the fact that her and Brad yeah. are going through it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's right. like, as opposed to just looking at someone being like, I'm enjoying this content for what it is. I'm not thinking about your personal life. I just watched the Dolly Parton documentary. Oh my God, it's so good. And Highly recommend <laughs> if you guys have not seen it. It's so good. And she's been married since for she was like, like 19. Years. Yeah. And hardly anyone has seen her wow. husband. Yeah, yeah exactly. She, she yeah. like moved to Nashville, yeah. met, this, met this guy in a laundry or in a yeah, laundromat. laundromat. They wow. got married and he's been behind the scenes forever. I respect the shit out of that. Oh, yeah. I like, think that's nothing yeah. to do with this. Incredible. Just like someone that puts it in their own terms and it doesn't take anything away from how talented, how beautiful, how like full she is as a person herself mm -hmm. and I just think that on YouTube it's such a slippery slope of when you start putting private things out in public yeah. because I mean I watch reality TV I'm obsessed with it <laughs> as much as the audience on YouTube is obsessed with it so I understand where it's coming from and I mm -hmm. think we've both gone in phases of like putting more stuff out there kind of pulling back a little bit and it just like to each their own. I, I really do value my privacy a lot. So. Same. But also it's like know where you are in your relationship and that like me posting a selfie with my boyfriend or a story like in zero way affects how I feel about the relationship yeah. itself. It is literally just mm -hmm. a, an afterthought and fun. Um, it's when people make it their their identity that mm -hmm. and maybe it's because like I like to have separate separation anyway um but like it's when people make it their identity that how people respond to their relationship online affects how they feel about their own relationship right which and isn't good and as people that um like truly do continue to audition for things in hollywood mm -hmm. i don't want the first google search to be i broke up with blah 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 as a yeah. video yeah. for a casting director or anyone to see <laughs> uh so yeah that's just my mo but everyone's different yeah yeah, definitely. How about I you guys? We... Where are your boundaries? <laughs> or do your audience oh, already God. know? <laughs> oh, uh. I I don't know. It's so complicated. Because like you want to be able to share this person that you sure. really like. But then it's also like, mm, maybe, maybe, it's, maybe it's for the worst. Yeah, I think there's <laughs> something dangerous, as we all know, about like couples channels or like making oh, yeah. an uh, like identity together online because Jack, then that's what we have <laughs> you oh need God. to relax <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah that can be scary but i think also yeah like keeping everything so private like maybe pulling a dolly parton would make me 
scared because That'd like be hard too. Yeah. It'd be really tough. I feel it would not be that hard. I wouldn't want to be Dolly, but you know. I was gonna say though, but when you're a beloved icon that's larger than life, when your talent you speaks for you, give a fuck. I know. If yeah. Anyone knows your husband is attractive, right? <laughs> right. Right. That's true. It's also um, tricky because we have a dating podcast. Right. We do a little catch up. So yeah, um, it's and- something we often consider. Yes, it is. I think we used to be very pub or more public. I have pulled back for sure. Yeah. About like, like, frankly, ew, I hate even saying this, even though it's literally on the internet <laughs> publicly. But I like one time was like, I got an STD. And now I'm like, why uh, did yeah. I say that? Like, <laughs> no, it's, um, trust me, there is, it's a lesson learned and you'll never learn it unless you actually do it. Like the, you think in the moment you're just being yourself, you're being authentically, transparently you. That's the intoxication of YouTube is that Mm -hmm. it affords you for being so transparent and then people lose any sense of boundaries, which I think is hugely important. Like I know that I watch and respect people that have a very clear sense of boundaries. And I get very anxious when I watch people who don't. And I, uh, and so for myself, if I, if that's what I like to watch, I try to live that way for myself as well. You got to have some stuff that's just yours. Yeah. Whether Mm -hmm. it's a relationship or otherwise, it's just like you, there's a difference in being an open book and just like throwing the pages everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) like and like forcing into people's face totally it's also like an industry that is so easy to overshare because Mm -hmm. you're basically just sitting at home talking to yourself yeah Mm -hmm. so jack it's okay that you had an std and you shared it yeah i I know that it's okay that i had an std but why (laughs) why was i like hey world so guess which one (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) <laughs> no, that was helpful for someone out there. That's right? the yeah. rationalizing too, is that someone out there needed to hear that, needed to mm-hmm. know that someone else was going through something that was similar. Mm-hmm. Totally. Okay, well, I'm sure they could find someone else, not me, <laughs> <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> um, and um, Mamrie, I know you've been with your man for a long time. How long has that been and how do we keep a long-term partnership because we can't. Oh, Grace uh, Grace can answer this too. Uh, yeah, I've been dating him for three years, which is wow. which is so funny to be a long time because my previous relationship was 10 years. Yeah. Uh, oh my I know. Word. That relationship wow, 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 that you never wow. saw was you 10 never, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, From Dolly, 22 to 32. Yeah, that is so Dolly <laughs> of you. <laughs> I love it. Um, no, I think uh, to tie this back up, to the beginning of this podcast, it's the same way of us talking about boundaries as friends. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, when ours was, well, let's get our own hotel rooms or this and that. It's making sure that you each have your own identities. And so that way, when you come together, you still have something to fucking talk about. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I, I love hanging out with my boyfriend. I uh, have the most fun. But like... Just keep your codependency in check. Yeah. That's what I think is make sure you still have your own life mm-hmm. uh, that existed before that partner and you don't just totally enmesh them. Right. 
That's what I think. And Chip's great because he, uh, one, <laughs> has a face for the camera, uh, and two... He is handsome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he, like, loves and supports everything that Mamrie does, which is so unbelievably cute, but he does work in a different industry and has a completely other life. So it's he can support and appreciate the things that you do from a perspective that's really refreshing oh, rather thanks. than from another content yeah. creator. Like my fucking boyfriend. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, he also doesn't kiss my ass. Yeah. He'll tell it to you straight. Mute. Yeah. He'll be like, that was kind of funny. I'll be like, kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Millions. Dis- do you know you're sitting, you're on the couch with a goddamn performer and he'll just be like, calm down. Like he doesn't let my, my ego fly. Yeah, it's great. So, which I think is good. <laughs> and now, speaking oh, of yeah. boyfriends, Elliot's texting her about the septic We're tank guy. We're getting a septic tank dumped out today. <laughs> so, oh, adult congrats. romance. Keep it sexy. Hey. That's how you keep a long-term relationship. <laughs> keep your relationship in the shitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know Amy and I have talked about that is the key to life, is like having one person not work in the same, or like you can't both work in the same industry. One person must not work from home. Both cannot work mm-hmm. from home. That mm-hmm. is a recipe for disaster, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah or you have to get an outside home. office or something. Yeah, and you can be exactly. in the same industry. Just don't date, just like no don't be like in the exact same moment. You guys are different because you're younger. Like Grace and Elliot make sense. They're both performers, both in similar industry, but they're both like, totally know their own life and their own business. It's like when you're younger and it's like two of you feel competitive, that's a recipe yeah. for yeah. disaster. Yeah, you that's know? tough. Very tough. Despite you guys being somewhat private um, before, what is being like a public figure and going through a private breakup, like having that like public persona mm-hmm. while also like dealing with shit, <laughs> you know, how is that? Uh, whew, sometimes, uh, you turn it into a book. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you call your publisher and you're like, uh, you're going to get this one late. <laughs> I'm single for the first time in my adult life. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, when we're talking about taking breaks and like now it's a, a lot more of a public discourse on when to do it. But, you know, it's it's not fun to be feeling like shit and be like, cool, now I got to turn on a yeah. camera and like be happy mm-hmm. or people are going to investigate what's yeah. wrong with my personal right. life. I mean, Ugh. that's the flip side of privacy is right. private investigators yeah. and people taking mm-hmm. it upon themselves like, you know, back in the day to be like, well, let's figure out everything about them that they're not telling us. Yeah. As opposed to being like, hey guys, now we can, now you could say like, hey, I'm kind of going through it. I'll see you guys in a few weeks. Yeah. That was like unheard of eight years ago. Yeah. Right. I, totally. I think the incredible thing that happened for us at least is that like the audience that we accidentally cultivated is wildly respectful yeah. and knows that our sense of privacy a little bit so can kind of understand or get feelers of what's going on and totally respect and give space yeah. to that. I think that it, it is, it's tough and awkward and weird and strange and uh, a whirlwind constantly. I think when we first started our podcast, this might get weird. 
I was going through a breakup, basically. And so the first few episodes of the podcast are just wild times from Grace every week. And then like, (laughs) I slowly, after a few months, like and found myself in another relationship. And now it's just like my septic tank is getting emptied today. (laughs) Yeah, previously, that would have been a euphemism. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) I think we should end it on that joke. Uh, Grace and I actually have to record our podcast right after this. Um, (laughs) Um, You guys, thank you so much for coming on Dating Street. This truly has been so wonderful and we appreciate it deeply. Oh, thank you for having us. Where can our listeners find more of you guys? Oh, man. Well, we have our joint podcast, This Might Get Weird, which is available anywhere where you find this podcast. Uh, And then also on an individual level, Instagram and Twitter, I'm MameTown. And I'm just at Grace Helbig across the board. And you can watch our podcast every week at YouTube.com slash This Might Get. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Thanks for listening. I'm Amy Oddman. I'm oh. Jack Dodge, and this is Dating Straight. <laughs> You'll get <laughs> it. You'll get okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be a broken hearted lovers. You can help me recover.